This is the St. Marianne Cope Parish Podcast. Thanks for joining us. St. Marianne Cope Parish is the community of Catholic believers from Lakeland and Solvay, New York, located in Syracuse. Our podcast is here to help encourage and edify you in your faith. It is noteworthy that the Solemnity of the Epiphany is a much older feast than Christmas itself. That from the very early days of Christianity, the people of God recognized the need to identify the person of Jesus both as the child of Bethlehem's manger as well as the human face of God. And so the solemnity of the Epiphany was celebrated very early at the beginning of the new year and later was given the fixed date of January 6th. And for most of the world, this is when it's celebrated, except in the United States, we transfer it to the Sunday after the Holy Family. In any event, it's about what the Greeks called epiphany or theophany. And theophany means a manifestation, a showing forth of God. Because you can't stay at Bethlehem's manger for very long. Because to overemphasize the humanity of Jesus diminishes his divine nature in that balance that must be there. Because in order to confess Christianity authentically, we have to acknowledge that God became human, and we have celebrated that proclamation, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, as well as the fact that the invisible God has made himself known to us in the person of Jesus, that he is the second person of the Blessed Trinity, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, of the same substance as God the Father. And we can't diminish that. And so Epiphany is about the journey of wise people. We have, of course, the Magi. There's lots of speculation as to who the Magi were. Many people say they came from Persia. It really doesn't matter in the end. What really matters is the fact that these Magi were people who recognized that 
they needed to find God. That's really the crux of it. That they were willing to travel far and wide. That they were willing to look for signs of God's presence, his providence. And in the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem, in the showing forth of God to the world, we know that God is provident, that God is active and involved in human existence, that the creator in his desire that he not be separated sent his son to mix with us, to mix with us in a way that we could experience him, his humanity, and of course, in the way that he could repair our fallen nature. And the Magi understood that without finding God, they would be unfulfilled, that their own human nature would be lacking and incomplete. Because, of course, as St. Augustine so eloquently tells us, that man and woman are not complete if they are not in communion with God, with their creator. And so the wise men, the magi, knew that. And they were willing to go far and wide. There was a recent post on Facebook that made me smile. And it was one of those quasi-feminist posts, which I enjoy very much. And it was three wise women arriving at Bethlehem. And the three wise women didn't bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but they brought diapers and formula and baby clothes. And of course, the caption was, if it was women who had arrived at Bethlehem, they would have brought these things, practical gifts. But in fact, man and woman's search for God is not a practical journey. It is a mystical journey. It's a journey that stretches the imagination. It stretches us to our widest and farthest extremes. Because to find God is to look for him in signs that those blinded by practicality cannot see. You know, so many of the great saints that we revere were considered crazy in their day. They said of Francis of Assisi, he's a nut. Yet, 
you revere him in so many ways. But of course, his wisdom was to search for God in ways that would radically alter his life. And these are the Magi who brought gold and frankincense and myrrh. Gold because when they found God, they confessed him as the ruler of their lives, king. And frankincense because it was truly God, not a human person in that sense, but God himself that they were gazing upon. And myrrh, because they knew that it was God who would have to reach his hand into our human history and repair it. And of course, the repair is what you and I call redemption, the cross, king and God and sacrifice. It also makes me smile in this account in Matthew's Gospel that after having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. I guess that means once you find God, you can run away or reject the drama of the politics of your day. And they did that. My friends, on this Epiphany Sunday, we acknowledge that you and I, to be Christians, must acknowledge Jesus Christ both as human and divine. In fact, someone was asking me about a Mormon baptism that they had been to, and they said, well, you know, they baptize just like we do. And I said, well, not really. And I said, the issue is that they don't believe Jesus is divine. That they acknowledge and they read the New Testament, but they don't confess the divinity of Christ. Therefore, they're not Christians. Very good people, wonderful people, maybe even more charitable than we'll ever be. But you must claim, confess the divinity of Christ as well as his humanity. And that's what this epiphany is all about. And that's why in Christian history, the feast came about. Because there's always that, always that temptation to see him as a good man, like a Buddha, in whom God put divine qualities. And in fact, polling shows that most college students, when asked about the identity of Jesus, never talk about his divinity, but see him as a wise man. 
Well, the wise men and women went to find God. And unless we find God, we will not be complete or happy. Thanks for joining us on the St. Marianne Cope Parish Podcast. If you have questions about St. Marianne Cope Parish, our locations, or any of our ministries, visit us online at stmariannecope.org.